Hello, and welcome to another episode of What the Fuck is Wrong with You People? So, I deleted this one again. Uh, <laughs> this one's, uh, What the Fuck is Wrong with You People and the Internet. I used a personal example, and I realized that I shouldn't, because it might actually cause more problems and not... There's something that a lot of people don't know because they don't want to know. There have been news stories after news stories, study after study, that have shown and said what I'm about to tell you. The internet is sociopathic. Now, you're probably going to say, oh, yeah, you know, you're using big words. You're doing this and that. Like, no, no, you don't understand. I'm not saying the Internet is bad. I'm not saying the Internet is good. I'm saying that the Internet is literally an emotionless machine or group of machines conveying information from one individual to another without emotion without intonation. That's what makes it sociopathic. It doesn't care about the users because there are no feelings involved. Now, why is this important to understand? Well, all the studies that have come out, they all discuss the same thing. Internet, constant social media use, it's really bad for you mentally. And I used to have really, really terrible arguments, early 2000s. Uh, I used to fight with content creators or, or whatever on uh, YouTube and, and used to argue with some people on the DC message boards. Uh, so <laughs> if anybody remembers that far, please don't remember me uh, from them. Uh, of course, you know, some of these, some of these creators and some of these artists on the DC boards, they were as bad as I was. A couple of them were much, much worse. DC Comics wound up shutting the boards down. Um, I left long before they shut them down, but they wound up shutting the boards down because the, uh, he was one lone guy moderating the DC boards. I don't even think it was paid that much. And it was too much to handle basically. So they shut it down. Um, but the chances are the vast majority of those arguments never would have happened if people were face to face with each other. And that's because the internet is sociopathic. I don't mean the users. I mean the actual machines in regards to what's going on. So, um, what happens is someone makes a post, another person's having a bad day, and humanity needs to read things with emotion. That's one of our communication skills. It's built into us. We read the emotion of the person who's speaking to us 
in order to understand the full depth of their communication. But since the internet does not have emotion, the person who's reading it who has a bad day reads, this person's just like the other person. They're being sarcastic or nasty to me. I'm going to have at them. It took me years of self-training to stop myself from reading into things. And, and I had to stop myself before there were any actual studies out there that showed what I discovered on my own, that the internet is sociopathic. And once I realized that otherwise good people were acting crazy and angry all the time with each other, that's when I realized what was going on. That's when I realized that I was internalizing something that wasn't there. I still get sucked into arguments because I actually like to debate. I like to debate. I like to discuss because I like to explore new ideas. And my opinions do change. My opinions do change on a number of things. Uh, like Billy Mitchell, for example. My opinions are back and forth on him. Is he innocent? Is he guilty? Is he innocent? Is he guilty? It's because everybody frames their opinion with their own emotions and that's amplified by a conveyance that doesn't have any emotion. So my emotions get wrapped up in there and then I'm like, where, where do my emotions begin in reading this and the other person's emotions? Uh, where do mine end and where do they begin? Got that saying flipped, sorry. So, to everyone out there, everyone who engages in these hate exercises, and that's really what they are. You don't tell me you're not hateful. And in order to say, I don't engage in hate exercises, you should see what people say about me. Don't tell me that. Because it's not about whether or not you're hateful. The exercise itself is hateful. And the exercise is your emotions that you are internalizing about what you believe someone is saying and how they're reacting to you without actually knowing how they're speaking to you. And you say they are a hater. I can weed out trolls, you see, I know how they act. I see the code words. That's a hate exercise. Some people do use code words. Some people don't. And when you can't see the person's emotional expression with their words, you can't always tell. Obviously, somebody's calling you an idiot or a dumbass. They are participating in a hate exercise themselves. That is clear. Now, there are some topics that I believe should be discussed online. Because online is a, 
an amazing conglomeration of people from all backgrounds, uh, all ages, all experiences, and all everything. It's amazing in a lot of ways. And you get opinions from people that may or may not change your mind. But if you're not actually really reading in full the words as they are written, if you're not taking things at face value, which is extremely difficult to do, there is a chance that you are participating in a hate exercise through your own internalization. Whenever you feel righteous indignation to yell at somebody, you are participating in a hate exercise, whether or not you think you are protecting somebody's rights. And it's amplified by the fact that the internet is sociopathic. So I want everyone out there who to listen to this guy who has a podcast called What the Fuck is Wrong with You? Uh, a guy who who has his own history with yelling at people and telling them they are fucking morons. Because even, even I can understand what a hate exercise is. I know you can too. And I tell you, some days it takes a hell of a lot of work for me to, to realize what's going on, right? And I guess for my own sanity, I'm begging that you keep your sanity or, or should I say, for my own insanity. I'm making you keep your own insanity. As toned down as I try to keep mine. I'm not saying don't have discussions. I'm not saying don't have epic trolls when it's a good prank. Um, you know, William Shatner, actually, if you pay attention to his timeline, he has a pretty good handle on the sociopathic nature of the internet. He has a pretty good handle on it. Um, of course, he doesn't really debate. He doesn't engage in things that I like to engage in, like discussions of a political nature. I like to engage in stuff like that. Uh, true story though, the biggest hate exercise I was ever involved in was about the English language and whether or not the Brits actually speak uh, English or a bastardization thereof. And, uh, you know, back and forth. I was actually quoting entomolo entomological uh, sources and I made the mistake of getting involved in a discussion with a Brit who never finished a year in college. So that was fun. I got so much hate. And I was a nobody on the internet. 
I mean, it's also spawned a stalker who chased me for about six years of my life. And even then, I knew what was happening right when I saw it was going way too far. And I said, whoa, 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 wait. Everybody back up. By then, the other people had snowballed. Thinking that I was attacking them on a personal basis. Because I was dictating to them the evolution of language. Which I actually have an educational history in. Um, when people choose to snowball, when people choose to be part of a hate exercise, no matter what you do, you will not be able to get them out of it. Everything you say will be considered sarcastic or some sort of subversive attack. That's what hate exercises do to your mind. And, I mean, I've even seen my mom, who, calm, rational person, when she talks to somebody on the internet, all of a sudden I see her respond to somebody in a way that's like, whoa, what the fuck, mom? Listen, that person didn't say that. And mom tells me in her own words what she read into that message on Facebook. And I have to explain to her, none of those words are actually in that Facebook post. But it doesn't matter because that's what she was internalizing on her emotional state. She doesn't really do those things in real life. Once in a while she does, but she doesn't do those things in life, real life. But when she's on the internet, those things escalate. I've seen it happen with my friends. I've seen, you know, as I said before, it happened with me. So I'm asking everybody out there, please share this podcast. You know, the title of my podcast is really meant as a joke. It's like a way for me to blow off steam by screaming into the internet. It's almost like a diary of thoughts. I scream into the internet. I scream into the world with my random thoughts. But this one in particular is not me screaming. This one in particular is me trying to actually communicate with somebody to say, listen, this is what happens to your mind on the internet. It isn't because you're a bad person. It isn't, it may, you know, may not be, may or may not be because you're a bad person, may or may not be because uh, the person you're communicating with is a bad person. Most people in the world are relatively decent people. Uh, there really aren't 80% of the population full of Nazis. There are less than 10% with extremist supremacist ideas. That's for all races, colors, ethnicities, religions. Less than 10% are fanatical, which is actually in line with every study out there about fanaticism and how it is represented in population groups. It's always like 10% or below. Always like 10% or below. That has never really changed in human history. Now people can get wrapped up in beliefs without understanding them, or politicians can wind up taking control in situations where other people cannot remove them. 
that's true too. Or maybe the 10% of the population winds up, winds up being displaced in an area where that 10% came from somewhere else and they congregated and they grew their own political, politi- radicalized political entity. That, that happens too. But in general, in any given population, fanatics are typically only 10%. There are amazing things on the internet. There are amazing, amazing exchanges of culture and information on the internet. Here's another secret of the internet. The internet is sociopathic, so it does not understand what it's saying or giving to you. It's a courier. And it has these packages that it can't read and doesn't understand. It doesn't know what's in the packages because the computers don't speak our language. Computers say, okay, you said these words and I will put these words for somebody else's face. This is not my language. These are not my words. I have no emotion toward them or you. So if you're on Google or Twitter, the more you engage in a topic, the more the internet will say, I assume you must like this topic, so I will show you more of this topic. So if you go out hunting for Nazis on the internet, the computer will say, oh, you like to talk with Nazis. Okay, well, here are more Nazis and Nazi sayings. And we'll introduce you to people who hate you. Because the internet is sociopathic. In order for you to survive mentally, I'm begging you I'm absolutely begging you. Change your internet habits. If you want your internet feed to be about things you hate so you can scream at people, that is literally all your life is going to be on the internet because the internet shares from one site to another through cookies and analyzes your behavior and it shares that information with other sites to make sure that You are happy because the internet wants to make you happy. And if all you do is engage in, in fights, then the internet believes that that is the only thing that makes you happy. And it will further introduce you. Now, this isn't victim blaming. I am telling you how the mechanisms work. Some people have accused me of victim blaming, like saying that I say that, well, you engage in this dis- discussion, so you deserve this. Not, nobody fucking deserves to feel bad through their own actions that they think are good. Nobody deserves that. The internet, however, does not understand how you feel. The internet is not your therapist. The internet is sociopathic. The internet will continue to engage you with things that you have engaged in. Now, a lot of people say, listen, I'm politically active and all I see is hate. Yeah, you're politically active and politics are the biggest source of of emotionless banter that turns into vulgar, horrible, evil things being said from one person to another, even people on the same political spectrum, I have seen them fight so viciously. I've been attacked by people accusing me of being a horrible conservative, and I've been attacked by people accusing me of being a socialist, Marxist, liberal. And, you know, I say, listen, dude, you don't understand. 
you are taking my words out of context because of your emotional, or I, I can't even say emotional, that will be accusing people of being emotional. Um, you are taking my words in a context of hate and anger when I have none towards you. So I'm not going to monetize this video, or this, I say this video, this audio. <laughs> um, I, I will play it on my Twitch stream, which is automatically uh, uh, monetized no matter what. I mean, uh, I can't demonetize my Twitch stream. <laughs> uh, but um, I don't, I'm not going here to make money off of these words. I'm here to actually help you, help people you know to understand the same thing I've been repeating for 20 minutes. The internet is sociopathic. People are not necessarily sociopathic on the internet. The internet is. It's a machine without empathy, without emotion. Now, I'm not saying that you should not feel like you, sh you, are, um, you are incapable of expressing your views. Express your views. Be part of the community. Say things you want to say. Be part of discussions. Have your views out there. But remember, the internet will try to please you by exposing you to more of what you do. The more you do something, the more the internet wants you to do it. Because the internet believes that you are happy when you do it because you do it a lot. To all those people who say that you go down rabbit holes, the internet is designed to do that. I mean, they made fun about this, I believe, on uh, a Friends episode where they said, all rooms on the internet lead to a lesbian chat room. And within six steps, you got to a lesbian chat room. That was kind of a thing that actually happened. It happened with a number of my friends. It happened with me, like their recommended settings. That's because of how things were manipulated. So what's the trick? Here's the trick. You don't have to not do something. I'm not telling you not to be engaged. I'm not telling you to fight, not to fight for somebody's rights. I'm not saying any of that whatsoever. What I'm saying is you need to tell the machine what makes you happy. This is how I do it. Because I engage in all sorts of things. First of all, if you want politics to die down in your feed, watch how you are responding to others and what posts you're liking, what posts you're not. Muting somebody doesn't necessarily help you because the internet doesn't care about any one particular person over another. It cares about content and word phrase matches. So, watch something that's cute and fuzzy and that's in the opposite of what you normally watch or, or, or talk with. Google's probably the biggest purveyor of sociopathic uh, suggestions in all the internets, everywhere. Internets is actually a word. It's, George Bush didn't just make that up, although I love making fun of it. 
Um, internets uh, are interconnected networks, individual networks. And that's basically the World Wide Web. They're literally internets. Uh, so what do you do? I mean, consciously spend time searching for other things, looking things up. If one of your interests is National Geographic, spend the beginning of your day and the end of your day looking at National Geographic-like stuff. If you like Disney, spend the beginning of the day and end of the day looking or searching for Disney-related stuff. Dice up those search algorithms. If you like movies, look for movie reviewers or movie review sites that you like. Beginning of day, end of day. The internet will look at your long-term history and your short-term history in order to make suggestions for what you would like to see. Twitter does this. Facebook does this. Google does this. Yahoo does this. All these things do this. That's how you escape it. If you see a friend getting really political and you're like, you know what, I don't want to have political feeds in my site, don't like the post... Or maybe like it and then go to another post and respond to another post about something funny like a cat meme or something like that. Dice up your day. Break it up. Do not rely upon the sociopathic technology to show you or treat you in a, a way where it's servicing you. You have to manipulate the machine so it doesn't manipulate you and you know what the thing is the machine is not like something that doesn't want to be manipulated or used the machine is there for you to use it the machine is always asking you for input the machine wants to make you happy but the machine doesn't understand emotions and it doesn't understand what happiness is for humans because it's not a human it is emotionless to us and it just wants us to have more of what we want to experience so if you want to experience something that's positive go out there and find something that's positive go out there search YouTube's constantly search things for positive videos for good things um, Make jokes with your friends. You can, you can change your own algorithms by what you post on your own site. And one of the worst things for people who have depression or bipolar is if you are actually talking about having depression or bipolar, the internet will essentially abuse you by giving you more things that are depressing. Reminding you every day that you're you're in depression or at bipolar. One of my friends has this. Um, so you have to focus on other topics too. Doesn't mean that you can't talk about it, but make sure that you don't allow the internet to spiral you out of control or spiral you in a way where you start hating other people. And please also remember, if somebody has a disagreement with you, or maybe somebody isn't always agreeing with you 100%, doesn't mean they don't like you. Doesn't mean they have a secret agenda. It doesn't mean they're trying to subvert you. It doesn't mean that they're terrible people. 
Well, I get, I get into arguments, stupid arguments all the time, like superhero arguments. I, the, uh, I actually have fun with uh, who would win uh, Twitter, Twitter site. 99% of the time, it is good fun. It is stupid fun. But there is that 1% of the time where people actually think that I've got some sort of horse in the race of who would actually win, Superman or Saitama. Like, fuck, dude, you know what? <laughs> if they were ever actually in the same comic as each other, I guarantee you neither one would win because both creators would say, well, my guy can never lose. Or it would be some sort of stupid manufactured win. There, there's literally, there's literally nothing there. Uh, if you say like Silver Surfer versus Wolverine, well, fuck, anybody can write Wolverine winning something. They had Wolverine beating Lobo for no reason. It was hidden off off panel. Lobo, everyone I know believes that Lobo fell asleep. <laughs> but I mean, that stuff happens. It's stupid. It's comics. But sometimes people get really invested in it. I won't lie. There was one time where I was... I did intentionally needle the guy because he flipped out. And I needled him. And then I said, now, do you see how ridiculous this is? And uh, one of his friends who was participating in the argument, they, they realized what I was doing. I was literally trying to show them how ridiculous the thing is. Sometimes that works. Sometimes that works. I had a 50-50 win, uh, success that time. The guy was still pissed off with me, but his friends saw that I was actually saying, listen, this is the ludicrousness of the situation. You are arguing with me over something that literally means nothing. And you actually got angry over something that does not affect you or does not affect me. And his friend realized that said, oh, okay. So then we joked and we're like pals now. We you know, kind of, we're Twitter pals, you know, like, I have no idea what happened with that other guy. <laughs> like, he, he might have fucking blocked me. Um, I shouldn't be doing that, though. I agree. I mean, I shouldn't be doing that. Um, so different people handle things different ways. And sometimes I read people wrong. Because, once again, the internet is sociopathic. Uh, uh, I really do try not to cause harm on the internet. I really do try to understand that everybody has their own thing. Uh, I know there's some groups out there like Comicsgate and stuff. And, and those groups have people in there that are horrific. But I have also known people who are part of those groups that don't fit the generic cookie cutter mold who are relatively decent people. I've searched their timelines. I've never seen them actually encourage harm onto others. So I try to say, okay, listen, you got to understand what you're doing with some of the, or what, not what you're doing, but what these people are doing, part of your group. You don't really want to be associated with them. You actually have some decent storytelling here. Separate yourself from that. You know, basically be a better person. Uh, I've convinced several people to be better people on their own. If they don't agree with something, state their, state their disagreement saying, I don't agree with this. Don't subscribe to do group names. Group names are another way that the internet, the sociopathic behavior of the internet can harm you. 
So this has gone on for a half an hour. Uh, you, if you went through this the whole time, you stayed with me the whole time, and you understood what I'm saying, the internet is sociopathic. I hope that it helps make your life better. I hope you also understand that I try to be the neighbor that Mr. Rogers wanted me to be. And one of the things that Mr. Rogers taught me was that the best way to, to, to fight an enemy is to make them your friend. And I don't mean kiss an enemy's ass. I mean try to convince the enemy that, hey, listen, we're all the same type of people. There's no reason to be hateful. Uh, that's the whole story of Elaine, you know, in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, because she was out there to ruin everybody's life. Um, you know, I don't know how Mr. Rogers would handle an episode of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood with the internet. I think he would say something to the effect of people don't understand that they can say words that can hurt other people. They don't understand that people aren't always, you know, their whole lives aren't always the value of one thing that they've said in their life. And sometimes people who have a lifetime of bad things that they have said learn to change. And we should always try and reach out there to help anybody who's willing to change from hurtful words, who's willing to listen to other people. And you know, that goes for anybody, regardless of how righteous they believe that their cause is. No matter how righteous your cause is, we should always be reaching out toward other people. Even if you don't agree with them. And let's say the person is a, a horrible Nazi. A lot of former neo-Nazis have gone on the record openly saying, listen, you know, I was filled with hate. Somebody reached out to me and they explained to me, or they showed me, that it's okay to admit that I was once hateful and to give up that hate. And that there's a future for me beyond the hate. There are quite a few neo-Nazis who have said that because they, their lives have been changed. I'm not saying go out there and make friends with a Nazi. What I'm saying is everything is amplified because the internet is sociopathic. What you put into it is what it will give back to you. It's not victim blaming, it's how the internet operates. You can manipulate that for your own well-being. And it's deeper than just muting some people or blocking some people. It's all about what you discuss. Because it looks for the words that you type and the words you search for and the words you read. Because the internet wants to make you happy, but it doesn't understand how to make you happy. And sometimes when you see somebody out there who is struggling with understanding how the internet works, you have to reach out there and say, listen, 
This is not the path for you. You're better than this. Did you grow up with Mr. Rogers? He believes that you would be a better neighbor. You can be the neighbor Mr. Rogers wants you to be. May sound corny, may sound ridiculous, but if you ever, if you know the man's history, his work history, he was genuinely who he was on the TV. I mean, obviously he was a human being. Obviously he had his moments where he wanted to yell, scream, and, and bite. He said that himself on, on several episodes. But we also can't allow those those moments to define ourselves or define other people if other people have the option of changing. So please remember this. The internet is sociopathic. Not everybody understands how the internet works. You have to be proactive in what the internet gives you. Sometimes you can change somebody's opinion. Sometimes you have to be very careful around people. Sometimes you have to understand that maybe people are careful around you because maybe you've had a few bad days yourself. It's a difficult thing to learn. It took me years to learn, and there are days where I slept. I just start laying into people when I shouldn't. There are days where I needle some people just because I think it's kind of funny how they respond. Uh, I may laugh, but uh, more than a few times I've regretted it, and I've tried to reach out. And a couple times uh, things were resolved. Sometimes, though, they left unresolved, and it's, it's a regret. But I also have to understand sometimes people are that way because they don't want to be reached out to. And it's, it's a really delicate and uh, difficult thing to understand and to grasp. And there are studies after studies after studies showing this, and this is why. One reason. The internet wants to make you happy. The internet is sociopathic, and so it does not understand happiness. It will never understand how to make you happy, even though it keeps trying and programmers keep trying to modify the computers to understand. The computers just won't because everybody's different. We can't even understand ourselves. How can we understand large groups of people? So we have to be proactive in our own happiness. And that's my message. Please share this. It's not monetized. Uh, if you're watching, listening to it on Spotify, Spotify has its own monetization. Uh, I will not get any money from this podcast because I actually believe in this public service announcement. I actually believe in it. And I believe in it so much that I don't want to make money off of it. If you want to know more about what I think is the issue, feel free to message me, Ninjanesimi, on Twitter. Um... You know, and, and don't let every little thing just upset you. There, no, nobody's ever going to agree with everybody on every single topic. 
Just because you don't agree with somebody on one topic does not make them a horrible person. Unless, of course, they're saying that the, holo- the Nazi Holocaust never happened. If you can't prove to them, if they say, your proof is, is made up pictures, I'm not going to listen. Well, okay, they're terrible. They're terrible fucking people. All right, just get a word. Don't, don't, don't deal with them. All right, just don't, don't fucking deal with them. But in general, 99.9% of the time, you got to learn to deal with disagreements from other people. 99.9% of the time, those disagreements are not meant to injure anyone. I, very, very, very few times am I ever disagreeing in a way where I want to injure somebody. I mean, it's just the fucking internet. All right. It's just the internet. It's a powerful tool. But it has no emotion. So I hope you all have a wonderful day. Take care.